Please don't hump my lamb. Dude, I am seven fingers in the Jim Beam. Get the fucking chili hot dog out of my face. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's so funny. He's such a hoot. And making yeah, sure let me shove this well. baby out of my out of my juiced up jibs and then stoner and the fat man. Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull up, everybody. <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos, as always. Uh, special edition. It is July 4th. I am uh, currently in San Antonio, Texas, uh, and it is 4th of July. So this is uh, the first year I've been away for 4th of July in a while, and uh, it does feel kind of weird, but, you know... Fourth of July is one of those holidays where it's usually just like a like a party holiday, you know. Grill, swim, light off some fireworks, drink, you know. Of course, I gotta work, so. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd do a special podcast, record it, and get it up there today. And uh, yeah, so I thought I'd talk over some. Uh, favorite memories of 4th of July, some, uh, and, uh, always crazy stories that come along with it. Uh, at our house, it was always, like, a really fun occasion, because I grew up, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but, uh, our house that I grew up at, uh, we had a in-ground swimming pool installed when I was, like, eight or nine, I think, and, uh, it's, it was pretty cool, man, I mean, there's not many kids that can say that they grew up with a swimming pool in their backyard. And, I mean, granted, it was fun, but, my God, the work that went into maintaining that swimming pool was just ridiculous. I have to, like, reinstall the pool liner every couple years. You know, you're always down there cleaning and and working on the filter and making sure the... The chemical levels are perfect in the pool, you know, because if you have too much pH, you get algae, and if you don't have enough chlorine, it gets cloudy. It's just like absolutely uh, almost like a part-time job keeping a swimming pool looking good all summer. But uh, it was a lot of fun times back there. A lot of fun Fourth of Julys back there. I remember one, and this just goes to more evidence of me being an idiot but uh we were just kind of hanging out in the backyard we had a bunch of family and friends over for fourth of july and it was like i remember it was an overcast day so there wasn't like any direct sunlight so i was like you know i think i'm gonna go take a dip in the pool and um i didn't put any sunscreen on but being an overcast, I just assumed that it wouldn't be as bad as on a normal day. So if, if I went down there and swam for like an hour or so, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Of course, I got roped in to, uh, you know, horsing around with family and friends. And I ended up staying in the pool for like eight hours or some ridiculous amount of time with no sunscreen on. So obviously the next day I woke up with a horrendous sunburn, but this sunburn was like nothing like any sunburn I've ever had in my entire life. I'm pretty sure 
I had third degree burns on my shoulders because it, it started to blister and uh, uh, I was putting aloe on it, which hurt a shit ton because the blisters were popping and now it just wasn't a sunburn anymore. It was like open wounds on my shoulders. So uh, what I should have done and what my girlfriend at the time did for me was she uh, she had like this medicated lotion that she put on there and and they cleaned up, you know, they cleared up after like a day or two. But the times, because I have, I have a really bad problem um, that if I have like any kind of medical issues, I, uh, I try to solve them myself, you know, even though I have medical coverage now, I spent so much of my life without coverage because I was self-employed stand-up comedian and it's, you can't afford to have medical coverage when you're a stand-up comedian, you know, they always make jokes, you know, it's like you got car insurance but you don't have medical insurance, so if you get sick or something, just get in your car and crash it into a tree. That way at least the car company will cover your injuries. <laughs> and while they're taping up your leg, you can be like, you know, and I got this kind of weird cough. Can you take a look at it? <laughs> so I, like, just live my life on home remedies and, and asking the pharmacists at CVS, like, what I could do with things, so when I got these really bad sunburns instead of like actually going to the doctor and having him look at it and pay the whatever 60 or 80 or 100 bucks for the visit um, I just figured I could fix it with aloe <laughs> and uh, oh my god I still remember how much that hurt and then I was still I was still working at the casino at the time so I had to go to work and uh, so the uh, I know this is kind of gross so if you're eating I apologize but the blisters where they were like leaking or like you know expelling the fluid out of them so like any shirt that I wore by the end of the day like the shoulders of it were just destroyed with like pus and gunk and all that other shit one time I was at work and it was leaking so bad that it actually went through my t-shirt into my work shirt so I was like dealing and it looked like my shoulders were bleeding at the table and my boss was like you need to go take care of whatever the hell's happening because that's a sanitary issue so uh, I ruined a work shirt so I had to buy another one and it just was ridiculous and just another illustration of how much of an idiot that I am but uh it finally cleared up. I don't have any scars from it, but uh, the doctor told me that, uh, you know, I have a real chance for skin cancer on my shoulders now because of that. So if I go out in the sun and stuff, I have to, you know, use the highest sunblock on my shoulders. But just so, so ridiculous. Um, we had one year that we spent 4th of July in Queens, New York. My uh, uncle and my grandma used to live in a brownstone, or I don't think it was a brownstone, it was just a two-level house in uh, Queens near Rockaway Boulevard. And uh, if you've never been in, like, one of the boroughs, especially, like, Queens or the Bronx or something, like, on 4th of July, you have to experience it once in your life because it is lunacy. Like, the people there, they'll give the cops, like, a 12-pack of beer and, 
and they'll just kind of cordon off the neighborhoods so these guys can like fire off like as much of these like professional fireworks as they want i remember i came outside and they had like a mortar from like world war ii packed with sandbags and they were like firing like groups of fireworks into the air and i mean this is on a residential street so there's like trees and houses and stuff and they're just shooting them straight up in the air through the trees and i was just like this is completely ridiculous and then the the big crescendo as they spread out this like huge it looked like a web of fireworks across the entire street and they lit the one end and the whole street just like was like all the way down the thing and i was like holy shit this is amazing and just like you know the food and and uh i don't know there's just something something about new york i would never want to live there just because uh i hate traffic and and tons of people on me so it's like but i think new york is one of those cool places that you, you have to experience a couple times you know especially like christmas in new york is amazing fourth of july in new york is great um but yeah that was always a fun memory i always looked back on fourth of july was hanging out with my grandma and my uncle out in out in new york because it was just it got crazy like i was just amazed at because like i live in minnesota you know and i don't know how many people listen to this from different states but minnesota we're under the law where you can have fireworks but they can't explode so they just have to fall under the the technicality of uh of uh, uh sparklers so it's like they're all big and crazy looking and you can get a box of them from costco for like a 100 bucks but they're all fucking sparklers it's like no matter if it's a circle or a square or it's it looks like a dinosaur or a cowboy hat or some shit it's still a fucking sparkler that's all it is you light one end of it and just like colored lights come out of it and that's it you know that's why people they'll i think wisconsin you can still have like real fireworks so people will go over to hudson and stuff and you know tons of idiots they go and do it actually on fourth of july weekend and they try to come back into minnesota and cops are pulling everybody over and confiscating all their fireworks because they're idiots but you know we used to do that and we'd always have the illegal ones in the backyard of our house and we'd be firing off bottle rockets and m80s and shit and i am surprised that uh we didn't blow any limbs or fingers off during that time because we were we were really going to town with some of those fireworks but uh when i was home it was always we would get in the car and we would drive over to the high school and we'd sit on the hill and we watch all the fireworks that were going off down near uh the edina pool because they used to have uh that's usually where they would fire them off from was the parking lot down there i remember one year where like a firework went up and then it didn't light and it came back down and it landed on a bunch of other fireworks and it just fucking just started exploding fireworks all over the parking lot I don't think anybody was hurt, but if they were, I apologize if I laughed at that. But that sounds just so crazy. <laughs> just lights all the fireworks on. That would be something that I would do. I'd like light off a bottle rocket, and it'd fall right in the box with all the other fireworks, and they'd go off, and that'd be the end of it. But uh, last year we spent 
Fourth uh, of July down in Shakopee with my mom and my sister. You know, with my I think it was the first Fourth of July uh, after my brother had passed, and uh, you know, kind of a tough time. So go down there and spend time with family. And my mom makes this amazing brisket. I don't know what she does. She says she soaks it in Coca-Cola or something. I have no idea, but it is out of this world. But, you know, and we had a bunch of friends and neighbors. They live in a really nice neighborhood down in Shakopee and just, you know, a lot of close-knit group down there. And But there's just, it's, <laughs> I have a lot of pet peeves. If you've listened to this podcast a lot, I am a lunatic. I have OCD a little bit, I'm sure, because certain things have to be a certain way. And But I hate, like, I'm, I'm using the word hate here. I hate eating outside in the summertime because I, I am a fat man. I sweat a lot. And for whatever reason, I sweat more when I eat. So I like it to be nice and comfortable when I eat because I know all of the power my body is putting into digesting food is going to make sweat come off of me. And uh, so it's just, I don't know, man. I hate it. And I, uh, I hate bees. I had one summer, I had a horrible experience with bees. Actually, bees, wasps, and hornets. This is a horrible story. It's a true story. Me and my brother and a couple friends, we went to the neighborhood uh, playground and we're just hanging out or whatever. So I decide, uh, that I'm going to get on one of those like metal horses that they used to have at playgrounds where it'd have the metal spring underneath it. And you would like rock back and forth on it. it you know, we were like 14 at the time. So it was just a stupid idea anyways, cause it's like a kid toy. So, uh, one of my other friends got on the other metal horse next to me so it turns out that the one that I'm riding on, uh, there's a there's like a bee's nest and a hornet's nest underneath it. And the other guy, there was a wasp's nest under there. I mean, it was completely ridiculous. I, I got stung like 13 times by bees. I got stung twice by hornets and like once by a wasp. And the only reason I know that is because when I got to the hospital, they, you know, somehow could tell what was from what. And they, they told my mom when she got there, but it was, oh my God, was it painful. Uh, and I still, I still have scars on like two or three. I don't know if it was from the, the hornet stings or the wasp stings, but I have like two or three scars still on my body from from that incident so needless to say i don't like bees i know that if a bee stings you you know it kind of feels like somebody pinching your arm it's not that painful but really at this point i don't know if i'm allergic to bees i wasn't when i got stung back then but who knows now so it's just like i hate bees i hate sweating uh, I love food, so I like to be relaxed when I'm eating food. So it was like great food, but you know, it was so hot last July, and we're sitting outside, and I don't think we had any umbrellas, so we we're just in the sun and just like trying to enjoy hot potato salad. It's just like, I don't know. 
maybe I'm neurotic. My wife loves sitting outside to eat, and I know she's completely frustrated with me and wants to sock me in the jowls every once in a while because, you know, it'll be a nice spring day, and, and we'll go. I'll be home, you know, when I'm rarely home, we'll go and, you know, have a brunch somewhere. And, and she likes to sit outside because she likes nature, and she likes to not sit inside and i would be perfectly happy not going outside ever again no i i'm not agoraphobic i i just like inside when it's nice outside like if it's a cool night and you know there's no bugs around <laughs> i love it man i love it i was just down in fort walton beach florida and uh you know it was really hot during the day but in the in the nighttime it gets real cool it gets like down to 68 or something and i just i walked on the beach and uh just no bugs cool breeze off the ocean it was amazing like i love outside i just i hate bugs and i hate sweating when i'm trying to eat and i i don't know how people drink alcohol while they're eating food that still baffles me me and my wife talk about it all the time but like friends or family or something they're just like eating a you know meatloaf with corn and mashed potatoes and drinking scotch like i don't get it like i i even have problems like drinking beer while i'm eating something you know it's i always have to like ask for a glass of water when i'm having like the appetizer or something at a restaurant if i have a beer but but the cool thing was like when i met my wife she grew up in a really small town in northern minnesota called war road and War Road's gotten a lot of, you know, they've got a lot of press in the last couple months about Hockey Town, USA, and and the floods up there, and uh, Obama went up there because of Marvin Windows and stuff. But Fourth of July up there was it's so fun. My wife and my daughter are up there right now, and I'm really glad because, you know, they do it upright up there. They've got uh, the Fourth of July parade, and they've got. Uh, They've got like bingo down by the river or down by the lake of the woods and just food trucks, all these great food trucks. They have like a street dance and it's just a great time. I I know I know for years to come that we're going to make the trek up there for 4th of July cuz it's 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 really fun and it's a really good time. One year I was able to book a show up there on 4th of July, so it was you know, two birds, one stone. And I think my wife was able to book some uh, photography stuff when we were up there. But uh, the show was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Like, I've done maybe four shows up in War Road, and they've all been amazing. Like, the people up there are so great. And this this show was, it just goes under the heading of just a bad idea. That was what it fell underneath. Because it's like, they wanted to do a comedy show on 4th of July weekend. The problem is that it was at a resort where people will rent cabins and then they have access to, like, the common area and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you can't empty out the, the common area and do a comedy show. So, like, I was doing a comedy show in the common area of a resort town thing. And it's like, kids, families, everybody was... So when I took the stage, uh, the front table was like a mom and a dad and like three little kids. 
So I took the microphone and I was like, you know, I'm going to do the best that I can, but my show just really isn't tailored to like six and seven year old kids. And, you know, they gave me a dirty look like I was encroaching on their dinner. It's like, so they were there for probably 40 minutes and then, uh, and then they left. So like, I was like, okay, well, at least for the, the last 20 minutes of my show, I can go uncensored because there wasn't any other kids in there. And I told like three, like club, like graphic jokes and like a whole group of more children came in and I go, all right, well, I guess that's the end of that. So, <laughs> and I just, uh, I had to stop. I had to stop telling jokes because uh, six-year-olds don't need to know about weird pussies, and uh, they don't need to know about oddy vaginas and uh, and butt toots. They don't need to know about all that. So you gotta, yeah. Night. <laughs> I really, I really put my foot in my mouth last night because the manager of the club here in San Antonio, he's, uh, he's from the UK, he's from Britain, and I stupidly asked him last night, so uh, what are your plans for the fourth? And uh, he just kind of gave me this weird look, and I went, oh, yeah, that's right. You probably don't celebrate the fourth. Well, if you do, you probably just wear a red coat and drink tea and punch Americans in the face, huh? And every time you punch him in the face, you scream, thanks for fucking it all up, idiots. Because <laughs> uh, if you're not aware, uh, 4th of July is celebrated because that is when we got our independence from England. That is correct. Uh, I probably should have silenced my phone. How inappropriate of me. But uh, let's see. Got to got a text message i like i like live things here <laughs> i love my wife so much we have like a running joke and i don't know if i should talk about this on the podcast i won't get into detail but her mom makes the most amazing bread and the most amazing pastries and desserts and christmas cookies they are like out of this world however when it comes to actual cooking of food she just has she has different uh mentalities when it comes to what's what's good and what's not she doesn't adhere to like the three day meat in the refrigerator thing like after that it'll start getting bad so you know (laughs) she just uses old food and she cans chicken in the closet and it's just like she comes she's a farmer she's from a small town she grows her own vegetables in her garden she could literally live off of the vegetables and food that she cultivates in her backyard like i get it it's just a different sensibility like i come from the city and the suburb where we would go to the grocery and purchase fresh meat and cook it and then eat it within a couple days she had you know a whole litter of kids so she'd have to cook all this stuff and she still does but there's nobody up there (laughs) so my wife's been up with (laughs) 
<laughs> and she just keeps sending me texts. And I gotta read this. She might get pissed at me, but it's hilarious. It says, I was just presented with a dinner of tater tots covered in gravy and nine-day-old sausage links and seven-day-old cooked turkey with bones in it. If the rain doesn't stop soon and I can get an oof to taco at this point, this may be the last contact I'll have with you. <laughs> and that's like one of the most amazing like 4th of July foods up there is an oof to taco. Oh my god, I'd never had it before. And people have different names for it. They call it fry bread taco or something like that. So basically you just take like a little piece of bread and you fry it in oil. And then you put all like your taco accoutrements on top you know taco meat with lettuce and onions <laughs> and uh and whatnot <laughs> i gotta i gotta text back to my wife here because she is hilarious but yeah so we try to tell you know it's it's hard because uh i uh my wife's a good cook but I'm just like, I'm such an OCD control freak. Like, I used to not know how to cook at all. Like, I used to, uh, I didn't even know how to ground beef when I moved in with my brother when I was like 23. Like, I didn't even understand the concept. He's, <laughs> we used to have taco, tacos uh, once a week. And the first time we did it, he goes, I got to do some stuff. So can you just brown that meat and I'll be back and, and finish it up or whatever. <laughs> So he comes out, and I'm literally, like, I had just thrown the hunk of ground beef into the frying pan, and I was cooking it like a giant hamburger instead of breaking it up and browning it. The look on his face when he looked at what I was doing is still tattooed in my brain. He's so, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I literally, for like... The first two months that I lived with my brother and we, I was working a lot and he was working a lot, so we don't really have that many meals together, especially lunches, because like, um, uh, at the time, I was working like weekends and he was working a different shift or something like that. So every day for lunch for almost an entire month, I had uh, what I like to call uh, hobo casserole, <laughs> which was. Uh, uh, Cub Foods would sell these hot dogs. They were ca they were called Bar S hot dogs, and a pack of them was like seventy cents or something like that. So I would go and buy a bunch of them, and I would make this hobo stew, and it was disgusting. It was uh, four chopped up hot dogs covered in Hormel chili, no beans, because I, I, at the time I hated beans. I love beans now, but so Hormel chili, no beans, like half a diced up onion. And then to finish it off, like three or four handfuls of crushed up Ruffles potato chips on top. You know, every every day for lunch for like a month, that's what I was eating. But then my brother showed me how to cook and I became like really into it. I My mom is obsessed with cooking shows, so I'll watch them with her. And I learn stuff and I like to try it out and... And I used to be, like, a really picky eater when I was a kid. And, and I think it was just, you know, I didn't find stuff that I liked. And now that I cook my own food a lot and try new things, and and uh, I find the stuff that I like. So it's just different sensibilities, you know. It's, like, I think one of the greatest, the greatest things from last year uh, 
was we went we went up to uh we went up to Warro <laughs> to stay with her mom and it's always a running joke that that like that they have chicken jars or or you know the food's old or something like that so she goes uh so for dinner i made uh mashed potatoes uh green beans and chicken gravy and i i opened my mouth and she goes before you can say anything it is fresh chicken and i said oh really that's surprising she goes yes it's fresh chicken i was helping a friend of mine butcher a chicken and she took the breasts and the thighs and the legs and then she was going to throw away you know the rest of the carcass and i said what are you doing there's so much more meat left on that carcass so i brought it home and i boiled it and i got i pulled all the rest of the meat off of it and now we got chicken gravy (laughs) and i said you bought a chicken carcass off some lady in an alley (laughs) and that was like the whole joke for the whole time we up there that we were eating chicken carcass gravy but but yeah hopefully my wife will be able to get out and and get herself a oof to taco because next to uh next to the elephant ears up there which is the exact same thing as an oof to taco but instead of putting the taco toppings on it you put butter and cinnamon and sugar on it and it blows your balls off so if you're ever around get up to war road for the fourth of july celebration because i know uh i know they'd love to have you but uh you know fourth of july it makes you reflect on the things that are important at least in this country you know a lot of people out there protecting us from uh from bad people and uh i just want to say god bless to the the soldiers and the families that keep us safe every day because i don't have the balls i would i've never had the balls um it's just an amazing mentality and skill set for someone to decide that they're going to put their life on the line to protect our freedoms and uh, our way of life. And, uh, you know, God bless them every day. And uh, I think it's about time we bring them home, you know. Let's stop policing the world and, and get home and, and uh, work on the problems around here. But... Uh, you know, as you head out to your barbecues and your pool parties and your fireworks shows and everything, you know, just remember what this day means, you know, independence, that uh, independence from tyrants. And funny enough, independence from taxes, but apparently we missed that part of it because uh, taxes suck ass and uh, the IRS is the worst but uh god bless everybody out there god bless america god bless my family and uh tune in next time when we talk about who knows <laughs>